Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do a big DC discussion podcast. I've got various things to get into to talk about. Uh, I'm your host Matthew and uh, the topics at hand that I want to get to are uh, one year on from the uh, release of Zack Snyder's Justice League which I will leave our review for in the show notes. Uh, we've got some update news on Green Lantern, uh, not the t- not the TV show, but the cut cameo of sorts or the ap- cut appearance uh, of the character that was supposed to be in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, we'll also talk about uh, might as well stick it in this bunch of topics. Uh, DC delayed a bunch of films recently and also pushed one forward, so that's interesting. And uh, I also want to do a bit of a predictions type of thing as well with Batman. Also talk about the, the the Batman so far. I have done my review for that as well. I suppose I'll leave my review for that in the show notes as well. Um, but let's get to the uh, most recent thing. So, um, earlier today, it was March um, 18th. It is now March 19th, but never mind. We are, we are a year after the release of Zack Snyder's. Uh, Justice League and an actor by the name of Wayne T. Carr uh, put out a uh, tweet or or a a social media post uh, sharing a look at his Green Lantern. So he was supposed to play Green Lantern in Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, which was obviously released last year and it was cut. Uh, it's not completely clear on if this was completely filmed and cut or just written and cut from the script. Either way, it was cut. Um, and look, I, I I want DC to succeed. And I have done a lot of episodes over the last couple of years about various things that have gone wrong at DC slash Warner Brothers. So... I don't want to turn this into another like Matt's moaning about or I am going to moan about some stuff but um, just a pure sort of like I hate everything that's happening and this is all horrible and you know this is the worst. I mean there's some news in this podcast that isn't great obviously but um, I want DC to succeed. I, I really do. I really like a lot of their characters and yeah I want them to succeed but We'll get into the whole Warner Brothers thing again. But I want to try to make this... I want to try to look at this in a bit more of a positive way if I can. Um, if if I'm able to do that. Because um, so, there's some negative things to talk about in here as well. So I just want to kind of... Yeah. Not just make it another negative Matt Moans About Warner Brothers podcast, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the actor called Wayne T. Carr, uh, who I've not personally heard of before. He may have been in some stuff that I'm not aware of, but I'm not personally aware of the actor. Uh, yeah, um, posted this photo obviously and said like, "Hey, this is what Green Lantern was gonna look at, gonna gonna look like." And I thought I'd share the photo. Obviously, he's not under NDA anymore. Otherwise, he wouldn't be allowed to share the photo. So this gets into a couple of questions. Um, why was this cut? Um, I have, I I have two separate answers as to why this could have been cut, and one is a bit more of a realistic, slightly more positive outlook, and the other is more of a negative outlook. 
The negative outlook is that because Warner Brothers just cut it for some reason. Because the studio is incompetent. Um, and there's no logical reason perhaps as to why they cut this particular scene. I mean... So Zach was able to do like additional photography for this as well, wasn't he? Where he was able to include the uh, nightmare stuff. So if he's able to go back and do all that sort of thing, why was this? Why was this cut? Um, the other reason I want to look at this is there is an upcoming Green Lantern TV show. I think there's been a few actors or a few people that have been cast for it. I can't remember a thing off the top of my head, but. Uh, that is coming soon at some point. I don't think it's been given. We've not had a trailer or an air date or anything for it yet. I think it was supposed to come out last year. But it didn't. Um, and maybe this is again Warner Brothers thinking. Because I think. I think that, Gre- that Green Lantern show has been in development for a while. Um, it was certainly in development before the announcement of the Snyder Cut. I'm pretty sure. So maybe in that intervening time. Warner Brothers thought. Hey we've got a disconnected. TV show. Um, so we don't want to confuse audiences. Or something. About like. This is why we're, cu- we're cutting the Green Lantern thing. Because we're doing a TV show for him. But. If you also had no plans to continue Zack Snyder's Justice League, which you don't have any plans to do that because it's not happened, why did it even matter? But the thing that kind of contradicts that point, and I'm not trying to contradict myself, I'm trying to contradict the potential that that would have been a reason, is you've got two people playing Flash, you've got a different person now playing Superman, kind of, and you've got three people playing Batman. And I'm, I'm going to get into some Batman predictions. Uh, I'll probably do that as the last part of this podcast. So, yeah. And it's, it's so weird that The, the the way that Warner Brothers is trying to arrange DC content at the moment is kind of like I'll use, I'll use the Joker as an example. There's a very like big spread sort of example that I could use, but I'll I'll, I'll simplify it a little bit and then maybe use some other examples in a minute. Let's take Joker for an example, right? He's kind of inactive as Jared Leto at the moment. Because there's there's no upcoming film with Jared Leto's Joker that we know of. There was like a long time ago supposed to be some sort of Joker and Harley Quinn thing. That clearly isn't happening. Um, We didn't get him in the Suicide Squad reboot. Of course Suicide Squad was where we saw him. And obviously part of Zack Snyder's Justice League. He was in that. But... It's sort of, with Joker, it's kind of like, okay, we don't want, we we don't have the intention to continue Jared Leto's Joker, which I think is good, or they potentially don't have the idea to do that, 
but hey, look, we've got this 2019 Joker film. So, like, you can get the character over there. Like, shoved over there. And I suppose... I'll use the Superman example, which will potentially be better. So... And I'm not, I'm not going to get into the whole Henry Cavill Superman thing. I'm exhausted by that conversation. But Henry Cavill, obviously inactive as Superman, he's not officially quit, and he's not got a new film coming out, right? So let's just leave it at that for now, because I've talked about that to death. Um, so Warner Brothers' way of doing that is kind of, hey, we haven't got a current Kal-El, Clark Kent, Superman on the big screen. But here we have a TV show of a completely different person playing him. So, if you want your Superman content, forget this Henry Cavill thing. Here's Tyler Hecklin on a CW slash HBO Max TV show. And that show's great. I, I, I like it. I like Tyler as, as uh, Superman. We cover the show here on Entertainment Talk. We did an episode on it the other day. Um, so, yeah, it, that, that's kind of how that is working. And then the other example... Uh, the Batman thing is sort of saying, hey, Ben Affleck's not doing Batman anymore, right? Like, the the Batman film isn't... The, the Batman film called... Um, well, Ben Affleck's Batman film is not happening, right? But here's Robert Pattinson's Batman, which has also got nothing to do with anything else that you followed before. So if you want Batman content, it's over there. It's called The Batman. It's played by a completely different person. So he's over there. So it's just very strange the way... And they sort of like... Instead of them trying to explain... Here's how these things are connected... In a multiverse. It's just... No, here's a disconnected multiverse where... Like Tyler's Superman... Robert's Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman, they got nothing to do with each other. Right? So in a way that's sort of these that's sort of DC's way of saying or Warner Brothers way of saying like, hey, we're gonna cut this Green Lantern thing. Maybe they did have a different reason, we don't know what that reason is. But we're gonna cut that because we have a Green Lantern T V show which has got nothing to do with Zack Snyder's Justice League, played by a completely different person. Over on this HBO Max thing. Which granted is the same platform. But I think you get my point from that. So yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's a strange decision. Um, whether or not it would have made a big difference to the film. We don't know. Um, there's the other potential annoyance. Which is if we did get this um, Green Lantern pop up. That everyone would go. Oh cool Green Lantern. Which yeah would have been great if Green Lantern was in that film. Obviously as a Justice League member. Um, but then it would be like, oh, we don't see him in Justice League 2, Justice League 2, sorry, because there isn't one. And then people would probably ask, like, hey, are you going to do a solo Green Lantern film? Well, clearly DC, Warner Brothers DC didn't have the want to do that with that actor. Because they literally have commissioned a different TV show. It's all very strange. I, I I just find this I just find this company incompetent and very strange in in their decision making, and that's the best way that I can say that without getting into another rant, basically. So, anyway, that's the Green Lantern stuff. I think I covered that enough. Again, just just the overall question: Why was it cut? My guess was because of the TV show. 
but then you've got two different versions of the Flash that are ongoing because you've got the Flash film coming out, which we'll talk about in a second, and the TV show that's still ongoing. So, and you have three different people playing Batman, which are well, two of them are kind of connected. The other one has nothing to do with any of the other two. So, yeah. Anyway, um, as we move on from Green Lantern, uh, I'm looking forward to the TV show. I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's very good. So, um, but yeah, it's not worth getting too worked up about the Green Lantern stuff because we'll probably never see that actor as Green Lantern again. And it's, um, it's, uh, there's something else I wanted to say in this podcast. I guess I'll stick it in, in, in here. And I, I've said this kind of before, but I want to make my, my opinion a bit clearer. So, in terms of the two things I don't think will happen, under the current Warner Brothers leadership, so whatever executives, Walter Hamada, Jeff Johns, etc., uh, that you want to name, I do not think that we will see Henry Cavill again in Superman suit, and I do not think that we will get uh, basically any of these Zack Snyder's, you know, Snyderverse stuff, which would have been a he- another Henry Cavill appearance. So to have the actor back in the suit. I don't think that will happen under the current leadership. I don't think that you'll see. Apart from the Flash. I don't think that you'll see Ben Affleck appear in something else. And I don't think that you'll get a Justice League 2. Definitely not a third one. And you can forget the Cyborg film. Just just forget that. And the other part of that opinion. That I wanted to make very clear. Is there is an upcoming. Merger of sorts. Um, I do want to actually do an episode. About that with David at some point. Um, potentially, but maybe I'll I'll do that, I haven't actually spoken to him about that, but there you go, Um, about this upcoming um, Discovery merger, what it actually means for DC content, the only way I think those things I just mentioned, so Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Batman, Cyborg, Justice League thing, the only way I think those things are going to happen is if well, is if the DC IP is sold to somebody else, which I don't think will happen, or if leadership is simply changed. So if after the Discovery merger happens, and there is a... Because it, it, it's it's a merger, isn't it? It's not, it's not like a Fox situation where Disney bought Fox, or they bought Star Wars, or they bought Marvel, then, you know, they put Kevin Feige in charge of Marvel. I, I don't think this is supposed to be the same thing. Again, I, I, I'd like to talk to David about this more sort of fully but you are going to get discoveries ceos involved i'm just not completely sure how all of that works um with a discovery merger but if sorry when the discovery merger happens i don't know when that's supposed to be exactly i think it's very very soon when that merger happens if the people that charge at discovery i don't know any of their names i don't really keep track of what discovery does if they are able to then change things themselves, and they are able to do things with different leadership, which is the key here, then I believe if those if that situation changes, then I believe you could you could see those films. Obviously, it depends on getting some of those actors back and that sort of thing. So, just to all make that a bit clearer in terms of where I sit with with all of that, because I know that this discovery merger is about to happen or whatever, and that could change things. But we'll see. Uh, speaking of changes, 
Uh, let's talk about some film delays. This news came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, I think. But I wanted to just stick it in here. You know, it's within um, DC discussion and whatnot, and whatnot. So this has been written by The Verge. Obviously, there's a number of different websites that wrote about this. Uh, it says, Warner Brothers has done a big reshuffle of its upcoming film slate in a move that sees both The Flash and Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, delayed to 2023. The Flash... So the Flash is the big talking point here, because it's been quite a journey with this film. The Flash is now due to release on June 23rd, 2023. Uh, so it's over seven months later than its original November 4th opening date. I'll pin that. Let's read the rest of this. Make marking, sorry, the first time Ezra Miller will play the character in a title role. It's supposed to be his lead film not a solo film but a lead film of his uh while the aquaman sequel will open on march 17th 2023 three months later than its previously planned december 16th obviously for this year release date now this next part i disagree with uh says variety notes that pandemic related production delays are to blame for both films being pushed back i don't believe that but because uh, when was the last time we heard that a production thing for a film was delayed because of COVID? When was the last time that we heard that? I feel like that's being... I feel like that's some sort of Warner Brothers marketing... Or PR, sorry. Not marketing. PR being used to spin this. Um, so I, I don't think the pandemic has got anything to do with this. I could be wrong, but that's just what I think. Uh, Variety notes the pandemic. Yeah, I read all that. Uh, but the delay is just the latest of many to have hit the flash, which was at one time uh, Warner Brothers had hoped to release way back in 2018. So four years after. And of course, assuming this film does completely get delayed to... Uh, 2023 that will be five years of delays of course the film that we were supposed to get back in 2018 was going to be a very different film it wasn't going to have Sasha Kali Supergirl it was at one point going to have um Ray Flash Ray Fisher's um Cyborg it wasn't going to have Ben Affleck's Batman or um Michael, certainly not Michael Keaton's Batman uh, whether or not Ben would have made a cameo or not, I don't know. But it would have been a very different film back in 2018. The overlapping nature of the films in the DC Extended Universe means that we've already seen Ezra Miller's Flash appear in three separate films. Uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, 2016 Suicide Squad and Justice League. Uh, these films... These... Uh, the two films, sorry, the films are just two of the titles Warner Brothers is pushing back along Willy Wonka origin film called Wonka. I don't know who wants that or asks for that, but they would, that's what they're doing. Black Adam and DC's League of Super Pets, uh, which nobody seems to have interesting. But in in contrast, Shazam sequel, uh, Shazam Fear of the Gods, which I am looking forward to, will see its move uh, release moved forward to December 12th this year after having previously um, been scheduled to open in June of 2023. However, that puts it head-to-head with Avatar 2. Good job, Warner Brothers. Uh, which is scheduled for a release just a few days later on December 16th. And then it says, good luck Shazam, you might need it. Yes, you will probably need that. And if we remember with the first Shazam film back in 2018, I believe... 
that was wedged in between Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. So, sort your planning out, Warner Brothers, especially when it comes to Shazam. Shazam was a great film. I'm looking forward to the second one, but why do you have to put it a few days after Avatar 2? Any any particular reason that you got to do that? Who knows? Um, so, The Flash. Yeah, 2018 this film was supposed to come out. And so, as of today, it's, well, currently it's 19th of March, 2022. So, this film doesn't open for another year. Over another year. So, the delay, because it was going to come out in, what, six months or something time in November. And November 4th, which is already several months away. And it's been delayed seven months to June 2023. What is going on with this film? I mean... Didn't they wrap shooting at one point? Did they have to do reshoots? Um... In terms of comic book films... The Flash is a film you've at least got to be curious about. I mean, I think it will be a bad film. Uh, it could be a very good film. Who knows? We, we don't know what it's going to be like that because no, nobody's seen it. Because it's not been put together. Hence the, hence the uh, delay. But what is going on with this film? I mean the film has changed from what it was going to be in 2018. It's a different film now. We'll probably never see that 2018 film. But. This is almost. It's one that sort of. I'm not anticipating this film. In terms of being excited. I think this film will be bad. But it's almost just a curiosity point of like, what is this film? And, you know, you've got weird elements in here of like, it's called The Flash. You've got two different Batman and you've got a Supergirl, new version of Supergirl. So what what even is that going to be? It's, it's a Flashpoint story is what it's supposed to be. But even with this with this delay... That's an, over another year of time that we'll have to wait. Which is a long, long time. And uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Five, five years this film's been... It's been five years at that point since the film was supposed to be released. When we hit June 23rd, 2023. Um... Yeah, I, I'm I'm so curious about uh, just as to what this film is, because um, this is also supposed to like reset certain things in the DC universe. I don't know how that would work. Um, yeah, a very uh, like you know, out of all these ones, I I mean, Shazam Two is probably the one I'm most looking forward to. I'm genuinely looking forward to Shazam Two because I enjoyed the first one. Black Adam's a kind of curiosity point for me because I don't know anything about the character, but then I'll leave it up to the film to explain the character to me. Uh, DC Superhero Pets or whatever it's called, uh, I've no interest in. Neither do many other people, it seems. Um, what are the other ones? Uh, Aquaman, I don't really have any interest in Aquaman 2. I don't know what that film could do to impress me. I was very sort of just meh on the first film. Uh, I think Jason is great as the character. Um, 
but I don't really need to see Aquaman uh, unless Aquaman's going to be in like a team up film, which you know it would have been cool to have him teaming up with uh, Cyborg. You know, you had the whole my man kind of thing in Justice League. That scene was pretty great, uh, but they threw all that in the bin. So yeah, um, Aquaman to me is sort of like Hulk in. Um, Marvel. Hulk is great when you team it. Like with Thor Ragnarok, right? Like you didn't have a solo Thor film and you had him teaming or not teaming up. He was in the film with Hulk. And that was great because neither of those two characters are particularly great on their own. So when you combine them, they're great. And I mean, I'd love to see a Ray Fisher led cyborg film, obviously. Uh, I would be more interested in that than an Aquaman film. But what I'm trying to say is it would be even better. If you could have them both team up. that That's how I would be interested in seeing Aquaman. Is if he's teamed up with. Like he's got some decent chemistry with the Flash. And some of the other Justice League members. Um, so. And I don't think Aquaman 2 is going to really. Offer that per se. So. Yeah. Um, just more delays. A lot of people seem to think this is something to do with the Discovery merger. Um, I'm not sure what that could be though. Because. Um. I think Black Adam wrapped filming. I think The Flash wrapped filming at one point. Uh, Super Pets thing is a whole different ball game anyway. Um, it's interesting that... Because what's interesting here... It says like, oh... To do with COVID um, pandemic stuff... Is, is delaying this production. So then how is Shazam moving forward? By a long uh, stretch... Um, why? How come the pandemic didn't impact that, but it did impact the other stuff? And when we were told... It's so weird as well, because just a few weeks ago... I think it was a few days, if not a week, before this news came out... There was a trailer that DC quite, confident, quite confidently were putting out in front of the Batman and everything... Of like, here's your DC films for 2022, and it was like Flash... A black adder, it was everything but Shazam basically, and it obviously didn't have the super pets thing. It had the other four, which was uh, Black Adam, Aquaman, Shazam, and uh, not Shazam, uh, The Flash, and the other one, whatever the other one is, um, Aquaman. And then, like, mere days later, all four of those films are delayed. Out of the year. Um, yeah. We're, actually not out of the year. Sorry. Because uh, Black Adam is, is October. So very strange. Very very strange. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of it. Because I don't know what to make of this company anymore. I, 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 really, I really don't. Um, the sooner this discovery merger happens. And things change at least the better. Um, but as long as you continue to have the people who are in charge of this company in charge of said company you'll keep getting stuff like this because i mean the dceu is almost the dceu is 9 years old now um it it's weird because the dceu is 9 years old we've had one superman film one team up film so in in the let's just say ten years in the almost ten years DC EU has been around, you've had one Superman film, which fans have begged for a sequel for, not happened. You had a rushed 
reshot Justice League, which was a complete one of the biggest failures in film history, if not at least comic book film history, which completely derailed the entire DCEU. You then had a Wonder Woman film, which was very good. A Wonder Woman sequel, which was very bad. A Shazam film that was very good. A Birds of Prey film that was very good. No solo Batman film that was cancelled. Um, and then, years later, you put out the correct version of Justice League. And then a few days after that Justice League film came out, you completely beheaded... Um, or killed uh, all the momentum that that film had, and then after that, everyone kind of thinks, okay, let's see what like, okay, what's next? It's Shazam, Black Adam, all this kind of stuff. Let's see what these films deliver and what's going on with the Flash. Nope, we're gonna delay a whole bunch of them uh, and push them away, and then reveal that we've cut a Green Lantern scene. It's not a great 10 years, is it? It's just... I don't want to get too ranty or whatever. It's just not a great... It's a bad 10 years, really. Um, plus just other things that that have happened. So, yeah, uh, there you go. Anyway, uh, let's take a short little break. And then I want to talk about some uh, some Batman stuff. A bit, a bit more of a fun conversation with the Batman, potentially. So, I'll see you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself, or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, it's enough moaning from me, I suppose. I can't help it. I'm talking about a company that's incompetent. So, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> but, uh, let's talk about the Batman. I, I, I had a bit of a... um thought the other day about prediction so you've got three people playing batman 
Okay, You've got Robert Pattinson, who's just been in a quite successful. I heard today, I think it was today or yesterday, that the Batman's just crossed half a billion. Congratulations to everybody involved. It's it's a good film. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but I still enjoyed it, and I am looking forward to seeing what Matt Reeves can do with the second one. I do believe we'll get that second film. Unless Warner Brothers gets even worse, and they decide to cancel Batman 2, but I think we'll probably get the Batman 2. Uh, so that's good. So Robert Pattinson's all set and ready to go. Matt Reeves, all good. You know, everybody else. Zoe Kravitz, uh, Jeffrey Wright, etc. All good over that front. Um, so that will continue to be what it's going to be. And there'll probably be a trilogy, and I hope it will be a good trilogy. So there's that. Let's get into a bit more of where the predictions get a bit more interesting. Oh, the Batman stuff wasn't really predictions. That was just sort of laying out what's going on with that film. So you've then got Ben Affleck as Batman and Michael Keaton as Batman. Now, what's interesting about these three Batmen is you've got all of them which are in completely different parts of their careers. You've got a young, year two, up-and-coming Batman, Robert Pattinson's, which is interesting. And in his prime, 40-ish year old, I don't know how old Ben Affleck actually is, but let's say the, the, the age he's supposed to be portraying is a middle-aged Batman, so 40-ish years old. In his prime, prime Ben Affleck Batman, who's going to be in The Flash. Then you've got, on the other side, a retired Batman Beyond-style Michael Keaton Batman. We don't know fully what's... Now, we don't know what's going to happen completely with those other two Batmen, which which is Ben's and Michael's Batman. My prediction... And what you could do. Now I do not expect Warner Brothers to do this. Like any part of this. But here's what you could do. That I think would be quite fun. With the Batman. So. You do this Flash film. You reset. In quotes whatever that means. The DCEU. And then for for, for more of a long term use. After that happens with the Flash. Which is now going to be next year. Once Matt Reeves has finished his Disconnected trilogy and told that story, you can then bring in Robert Pattinson's Batman, because he would have been Batman for some time by that point. Audiences will be used to him, whether or not you like him is a different thing. Audiences will be more used to him, he'll have been in a established Batman trilogy. Then you could do a multiverse thing properly when you pull him into the DCEU and then you can have Robert's Batman as the DCEU Batman. What you can then do is with Ben Affleck's Batman. Now hear me out with this part. You kill his Batman in the Flash. But as like a in an interestingly well written way. Which we'll see if the film's capable of doing that. Then you do an Elseworlds. Which could also be multiverse. Elseworlds story where you do the Batflick. Ben Affleck Batman film. That's probably the least likely of those of these things I'm of these things that I'm laying out. That's one of the least likely things to happen. But then you can kind of sign off Ben Affleck's Batman by killing him, because uh, you have to get rid of some of these because you can't have three Batman running around. Um, yeah, and and you have to figure out what you're doing with Ben's Batman. But then if you can bring Joe back, who played Deathstroke. You can just do, just do a one-off Elseworlds. It's not connected. Um, 
story, a bit of a Logan type thing, right, where you're saying goodbye to the character, whether or not we see Hugh Jackman again as a character is a different thing, but his character's story was finalised in Logan. You could do that same thing and give, and give Ben Affleck's Batman a satisfying conclu- a satisfying Logan-esque type of film um, where you send off his Batman. Now I did hear the other day, this was just rumour stuff so I'm not going to take it too seriously, that Ben Affleck's Batman is potentially going to survive the Flash. Uh, and he's going to, I saw some quote thing about he's going to continue I don't know what exactly that means or if that's even true. Um, but that is what I would do with that character. Because you're not you're not going to get Ben Affleck doing a trilogy or whatever. Right? The the minimum you could probably get out of him, not Ben's fault, whatever, is just let's just get that Batfleck film done. So you can so everybody can say goodbye to this character or this version of the character and we can all move on. We can then move on to Robert's Batman. So if we move on to Michael Keaton's Batman, what you could then do with him is, um, I'm just thinking, because Batgirl, he's supposed to be in this Batgirl film, which I'm really looking forward to seeing Leslie Grace's Batgirl, seeing that character done some justice, that would be good. Um, You've also got some very interesting cast in there, you've got Brendan Fraser as uh, Firefly, I'm looking forward to seeing Firefly, I think Firefly's a very interesting villain. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's supposed to be out in December. So Michael Keaton's return as Batman could be in the Batgirl film. Which actually makes a lot more sense than the Flash film. (laughs) So that actually might work out better. Um, You bring him in. Whether or not he's going to suit up in the Bat... I mean he is going to isn't he? There's been some behind the scenes photos and whatnot. There was the part in the teaser trailer. You can use him as a Batman Beyond retired Nick Fury-esque mentor Bruce Wayne how much he suits up in the Batman costume I have no idea but you're not going to be using Ben Affleck's Batman for like sorry uh Michael Keaton's Batman for 10 years and like six films or something I I just don't think that's going to really happen in terms of him being Batman in terms of him being Bruce Wayne you can do that for quite a long time um so that's how that role makes sense to me, is to use him like that, because I will find it quite ridiculous, or I think I will at the moment, I'll find it quite ridiculous if if Warner Brothers actually intends on using Michael Keaton for like 10 years, as, because I, I think somebody said the other day Michael Keaton's 70 years old, um, using a 70 year old man in a long term role where he's going to like kick ass as an active Batman, when you've got Roberts who's just sitting there. You can still use both anyway. Um, but it makes more sense to me. Instead of having him as the crime fighting kick ass Batman. That you use him in the mentor Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne type of role. So how can you make a good use out of that? You do a live action Batman Beyond film. And you cast somebody. A young upcoming actor. Not Robert Pattinson obviously that would make no sense. As Terry McGuinness. And you do the live action Batman Beyond film. And you can then do two things. Where you can then introduce a Terry McGuinness Batman Beyond type character. uh, Into the DCEU. And still have a mentor-esque, you know, retired Bruce Wayne. A bit bit like how they use Ian Glenn's 
Bruce Wayne in Titans. He doesn't suit up as Batman, but he talks to like, you know, Dick Grayson and that type, that type, that type of role. But obviously, if you want to make proper use out of Michael Keaton's Batman, do a live-action Batman Beyond film. Uh, you could have it set within the DCEU. Yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, that would work. Um, so that's how you could properly use all three. Now, the the part that sucks is that you'd kill off Ben Affleck's Batman, but you could potentially get that Batfleck film that people have been wanting, and I, I really want to see that film as well. Um, so will Warner Brothers do any of that? I mean, most of it they probably won't. Um, but if they don't do any of that stuff, with specifically with Ben's and Michael's Batman, I don't know what you're going to do with Ben and Michael's Batman. Um, Robert will probably play out his trilogy. Um, but yeah, that's what makes sense for me for them to do with Batman as a character because. Otherwise, I don't really know what you're doing, really. Um, I guess we'll find out in Batgirl and uh, and The Flash. So, because it will be quite disappointing if if Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne shows up in The Flash, which he's obviously going to, give some sort of hero speech to The Flash, which is fine. But it would be better if you do that with Terry McGuinness. The other thing that won't make any sense. And this will make even less sense than the Flash thing. Is if like is if Ben's like prime Batman gets a hero lifting up speech from Michael Keaton's Batman. That wouldn't make any sense to me. Because we know as the audience that Ben's Batman is not long term. Unless of course something changes. But yeah... It also kind of depends on if you're going to do something like that. What What is the end of Ben's Batman story in The Flash? There's just a lot of stuff to figure out, I suppose. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what Warner Brothers does with all this content. They've got options. They've certainly got options. Um, they're not stuck, you know. They can do interesting things. It just depends which of those options that they take. Um... Yeah, but who knows with this company, honestly. I mean, uh, this company just surprises me with just their very odd treatment of this of this IP. Um, and I don't just think it's a Warner Brothers problem towards DC. I think there's other things going on within Warner Brothers that don't make a lot of sense to me. So, anyway, I've talked about that enough, so... Here we go. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think. What do you think of all this? What do you think of the film delays? What do you think of the... There's a lot of stuff to discuss here. Uh, what do you think of the Green Lantern thing being cut? Why do you think that that happened? Uh, do you think it's because Warner Brothers being Warner Brothers? Or do you think it's because of the TV show or some other reason? Uh, what do you think of the Batmen? What do you want to happen with the three of them? Because there's plenty of options there. I'm sure everybody would love a, a live action Batman Beyond film, and I swear, if if that's the one thing that they don't do, a live action Batman Beyond film with Michael Keaton, you've really missed an opportunity. If if you have him show up in Batgirl, and then the Flash, and then that's kind of it after that, you've ju- you've just missed out on money. 
is what you've missed out on. And I think Warner Brothers likes money, at least. Um, that will be one of the biggest misuses of a character in a long time. Or of an opportunity. Um, because even before the whole like bit, uh, Michael Keaton returning news. People have wanted that for a long time. Um, a live action Batman Beyond film. I'd be interested in it. I think it'd be great if they could do that. Um, but we'll see what they do. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on all of this. What do you think of everything that's going on here? Uh, you can send that those thoughts into uh, org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Uh, also in your show notes for the website version, there's a big email box. You can write in there and send that off to me as well. And there's also the clickable email name. So get involved over there. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on, excuse me, entertainmenttalk.org. Um, for TV, video games, films, and Manchester Now podcasts, so take a look out for all of that. Uh, if you like what you've heard, you want to support more of what we're doing, uh, you can either listen to more episodes that we've done. You can find us as well on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk, so take a look at that as well. Uh, word of mouth, social media, you can let other people know about what we're doing. Um... By just using word of mouth, telling other people about what we're doing, uh, where they can find it, social media, share links around, that type of stuff. You can do that as well. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, If you want your TV and your film news, if you want to know the newest news about DC stuff, find out what Warner Brothers shenanigans they get up to (laughs) for their TV and film news. Uh, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk. Geek Town Radio, Geek Town episodes release on Tuesdays. Have a look out for those as well. Um, so there's that. Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there for all of her good stuff. You can also follow me on Twitch as well. UK for my different gaming streams. Uh, so check out those as well. If you've missed any of my streams, you can find them archived later on YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays. And you can also find the Call of Duty clips and stuff like that as well for that on youtube all right thanks for listening uh next thing i want to do obviously on warner brothers is the discovery merger discussion thing i also do want to do what i did for um marvel a a few months back i went through marvel's like uh long term their upcoming tv shows and films and i did a big big podcast about their uh tv and film slate i do want to do that for warner brothers as well but i want to wait to see what happens with this merger as well to see if that changes anything. Because that could change like the whole podcast. So we'll see. Anyway, thanks for listening. And I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.